0: Welcome to TCISD Talks, a podcast where we dive into the heart of Texas City Independent School District. Join us as we journey through insightful conversations, celebrate achievements, and explore innovative ideas that shape our school district. So whether you're a parent, a student, an educator, or simply someone who cares about the power of education, get ready to dive into the stories that make TCISD shine. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and engaged, because TCISD Talks starts now. Welcome to TCISD Talks. I'm Clarissa Silva. Today, we're turning the spotlight on a game-changing initiative here in TCISD, the Early College High School Program. We're joined today by a member of our ECHS team, Lamarck High School Assistant Principal Jody Douglas, and Jordan Oliphant, one of our phenomenal ECHS students. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. It's You're a great welcome. to be here. So first off, I'm going to dive in right now. Ms. Douglas, I wanted to ask you kind of to give us an overview of the ECHS program, kind of what it is and what's the benefits of it, because it's brand new this year. This is the first year we've
1: done it. Right. So early college high school is a blended school model, and so students are taking high school credits courses and then also college courses for free, which is a game changer. And so um, they're able to kind of have the best of both worlds. And so you have a high school experience, but then you also get your feet wet and going into college courses. And so um, it's a great way to accelerate the learning um, and the rigor of what you're doing in high school to earn that high school diploma, get potentially 60 hours of college credit hours or an associate's degree. Uh, maybe even a certification, a work-based certification. So it's just a great opportunity for students to kind of have the best of both worlds.
0: So when you got involved with it from the ground up, I know last year they kicked it off, took applications and everything else. So what was the point of, like, the mission and the goal of this, because I know you're talking about getting them college credit before they get to college.
1: Right. And so what we're really looking for are students who are um, maybe first generation or students who are motivated, they want to go to college, maybe they don't have all the resources. Maybe there are students who are going to need some sort of wraparound services or they don't really necessarily have that foundation or have seen what it's like to have a parent or so who um, has been to college we're kind of targeting those students. That's not to say that other kids who wanna be in the program are not welcome into the program, they are. Um, But that's kind of what we're looking at. That blueprint is especially for students who may not necessarily be the top tier GT students, but they are still good students who are motivated and they want to go to college. They want to see what that experience is like. And maybe they need just that, um, the help with the resources. And they need uh, that foundation to get somebody to kind of push them to get through this experience. So, Jordan, tell me, you know, you are a ninth grader this year, correct?
0: Yes. So last year as an eighth grader, they came out, they said, hey, we've got this new program, this early college high school coming, you know, take, take the time to apply. What made you decide to apply last year?
2: Well, I saw that if I was able to get um, an associate's degree or at least some kind of college credits, I was like, oh, maybe this might help me, like, even after I graduate. So then I already have the associate's degree. It's, it makes less schooling for me to get – I because I want to be a psychiatrist, so it takes two years off of the schooling I'll have to do. Also, I was like, I mean, I like I like challenging myself, so – I knew it would be a lot of work, especially with all the sports I play. But I've been able to keep it up, and I've been doing it. – it seems okay to me. I won't say fun, but I, do, I will say it's um, it's a great opportunity, and I think it's a good thing for all of us. So tell me a little bit, what are some of the classes you've been taking this year? So the one of the two college classes I've been taking, I've been taking professional communications, and it's basically where – it's a speech class. And we've been all year. We've been writing speeches and presenting them to our class. And it's only in the next semester it'll switch. But recent, like we we have a teacher from Calm, and he comes to us um, for the class. And then he also does the same for Texas City. And then I'm not sure if it's a college class, but I know we get college credits for it. But we take AP World History, and I will say that most is probably the most challenging class we've had because all of us are kind of like oh, we got this class,
0: but it's not as bad as you would think. It's actually, it's just the workload is all. And you said you, this kind of, the interesting model with ECHS is it lets you take those college courses while also participating in the extracurriculars you want to participate in.
2: Yes, I, (laughs) I'm kind of everywhere. So, so with ECHS, I also, I do
0: cheer. I played volleyball this year, and then I'm also doing powerlifting. So is it nice that you're able to do these college courses on your campus and having access to still I say the high school experience you know instead of just instead of being separated like if you were to go to com or something?
2: I feel like yes it is nice because sometimes like when I have friends who are at who do go to com college of the mainland and they like for some of them do dance and I had another one of my friends who played volleyball she was there and all the time like, or she also did cheer but she would have to sometimes she would have to leave in the middle of the day just to come do stuff with us and it's harder for them because like if we have a dodgeball tournament like we just had a couple of days ago and, or like a volleyball tournament, anything like that um, sometimes they would have to miss it because they can't leave their school to have a, to come to the class because they're not free when we're free and I feel like it's nice to be able to participate
0: if I want to or if I can so I do like it. So, have you kind of felt like you've grown this year a little bit because of the participation in college classes? I
2: will say yes, because because last year, like I've always, it's always school has always been easy for me, and I won't say it's hard now, but I will say it's like it. I have more responsibility to keep up with my work, and more time. Like I have to uh, manage my time wisely because I do play a lot of sports and um, a lot of extra things. So it's it's kind of. It's kind of iffy, but I'm where it's. I think it's just because it's the first
0: year, so I feel like by either by the end of the year or next year, I'll have it. You'll have it down. You'll you'll yeah. have a you'll have a, a schedule and a routine and kind of know what yeah. you're doing. Because it's kind of like with
2: volleyball, like I would get out of practice at like five, or like we'd have kind of far away games. So then when I come home, I'm like, dang, it's kind of late, but I do need to do my homework. So it's like I would have to I would have to do it in that moment. But now that I have a little bit more free time and. Um, I'm not as bonk, like bonked down because volleyball was a big commitment for uh, us. So it's like, oh, uh, I don't have to do it now. But I'm like, I'm gonna do it now just because I know <laughs> myself and me and my friends. Don't procrastinate. All, me and my friends learn that the hard
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> so Miss Douglas, kind of tell us about the academic re- rigor and kind of preparing for college, you know, that are unique opportunities for the ECHS students?
1: Well, so what I'll say is that the classes are cohorted, so they spend a lot of time together. We're with each other all, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and so, um, in those classes, so they have within the crosswalk that we built an opportunity to take um, advanced classes, AP classes, on ramps classes, and so it kind of, we really do look at each individual student. And we really do kind of see where they fit and what would be the best option for them. But all of the students um, that we do have in the program are taking some sort of advanced course. And so um, that's a little bit different. So Jordan talked about the workload. And so, you know, moving from they're in middle school, you know, and then they move to high school. And then also college. And so it's it's different in the workload. It's different in the expectations for the students. And so um, what I will say is that the level of rigor that we have, the expectation that we have for them, um, is to get them to be as close to college courses as we possibly can, even before they take those courses. And so um, like an AP World History, yes. before you actually have to move into a college course where you're actually going to have college coursework, uh, for a history, and so that's our model, is that we try to get every student um, that's in that program, and at least an advanced course, AP course, on-ramps course, and then that way after they um, are TSI ready, they yes. pass those assessments, and they have to move up throughout their uh, coursework in the ho- high school career, they're able to keep up, because they've kind of seen that level, uh, level of rigor. So. so,
0: Jordan, how do you think having that level of rigor now, starting as a ninth grader, is going to help you as you get through high school and then you prepare to go to college to study to become a psychiatrist?
2: Um, I feel like it'll prepare me now. So that way, if I do continue to play sports at the collegiate level, because um, I'm not too sure about it, but I, if I continue to do so, then I will, I'll I'll be used to having a really short time spent to be doing my work and be able to get my work done. Like I have to do this now, I need to do this now and I can get this over with and then I can go do this or that. So I feel like it's a good way to prepare us. But at the same time, like coming from the eighth grade, being a ninth grader, it was a real like, oh, like we were, we were all expecting it to be the same way. Like for me, I was like, oh, school is so easy. I don't have to worry about that. So now like getting here, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I can't even just finish my homework in class anymore. Like I have to go home and then keep working on it and then finish it the next day. And then
0: it's actual homework now.
2: Yes. Like I've, I've always been like, oh, I could do this right now. Like it's not going to take me long. Like, if I get, like, we get the work um, in that class. If we have, like, five, ten minutes left, I can either start, I can start on it or maybe even finish it then or finish it in the next class. But now it's like, no, I need to be taking notes in every class, and then I can't really start on it until I get, like,
0: enrichment time or things like that. Okay. So we have, um, the application process is getting ready to open. We've got a parent meeting on December 13th. Um, and so what's the parent meeting what's the benefit of that for our parents and our students
1: so the benefit of the parent meeting is that they get to come and they get to talk to us as um, early college high school administrators the counselor for early college high school um, and just all the support personnel that we have and ask any questions they want to ask we'll run through the program the expectations for the program um, all of the different commitments that we have Um, And just get everybody on the same page, because you have students, we meet with them first, we tell them about the program, they're like, oh, that's really cool, and maybe not understanding all of the commitment that's associated with it, and so it's good to have parents that are there, and they understand what's going to happen, and just to have that level of buy-in and support from them, because they are going to have to help in a way that they probably have never had to help before, (laughs) When a Jordan doesn't really want to do homework or is not used to that, it's very important to have parents who understand like, no, we're doing this and this is something that you committed to. We're going to keep you in the program. We're going to motivate you and push you through the program. Um, So it's really important that they understand exactly what's expected, what it looks like to know that their student is, again, moving from a middle school setting um, to a high school setting and then also a college setting all at one time. Um, so it puts everybody on that same playing field. We will give out a checklist to kind of let parents know what the expectations are, what they need to do, the requirements that they have as well, because parents are committed as well. Um, and we'll kind of go through all those details with them. And then again, just allow them to interface with Calm, interface with us, and just get all the questions out and answered.
0: So the application process, when it opens, kind of what's that process and kind of how it goes through the kids applying, getting told, and every
1: the selection process? How does that work? Talk okay. About. So what happens, and I'm going to pull this to make sure I have it right. So on the 26th, we're going to um, actually have the applications closed, okay? Uh, so parent meeting first, applications open the same night as the parent meeting. So, um, on the 6th, I mean at 6 p.m., I'm sorry, um, we'll have the parent meeting. Those applications will open. It's a QR code. They go into Qualtrics. They fill it out. That's how we get all the names, Okay, so once we have all the names, it goes through a lottery process. And that lottery process, we then start to pull and determine who's actually in the program. Okay, those people are going to be notified by February the 2nd that they actually got into early college high school. There are commitments that are on that checklist that say you have to do all of these things. Once all of those things are completed, then that spot is held for that student. If things are not completed at that point, we start going back and looking at the waiting list and then pulling those students into the lottery system, and then that's how we'll fill the next spots. Um, After that point, we'll have a commitment ceremony, February the 12th, and in that ceremony, um, that's when you're in, and then you understand that you'll be going into an induction ceremony later on in May, and then we move from May, um, that commitment ceremony, to Summer Bridge. So So... Applications
0: open December 13th, 6 p.m., same time as the parent meeting, and they close, you said,
1: January 26th? January 26th. And we're going to give you to the, I think we said 1159 on January (laughs) January 26th, 26th, just to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to ask any questions. Sometimes we have those parent meetings, and then people have questions after that. And so they're still kind of hesitant, and they want to know a little bit more. Or they want to come in, and they want to see kind of what's going on. And so we want to give them an opportunity to... We're gonna let you talk to students. We're gonna let you ask questions. But by the twenty sixth, eleven fifty nine, we need all those applications in.
0: So Jordan, what would you say to those eighth graders out there that are thinking about doing ECHS? Why would you? What would you tell them to encourage them to apply for this program?
2: I know a lot of I know a lot of them. I because I'm sure I I know a few of the eighth graders that are there because I, I was there with them last year. But I would tell them if. I wouldn't say do it just because oh it's a it's a way to get to college faster it's a way to get college credits I would be like if you like you if you really want to do this do this but if you don't don't do it because then you're going to set yourself it's almost like you're setting yourself up for failure so if you want to do it you have to be 100% committed and I think I think most of the I think they should all try because to me it's a good experience cuz it's also even though it was a big jump from Eight to 9th, and I'm sure they're not ready for that as we weren't really prepared as, as much either because it was still a big shocker. But I would say, if you really want to do it, go for it. Just know you're going to have to manage your time, but in the end, it'll be worth it because I'm sure, like, because sometimes it is nice to be able to say, Oh, I'm in early college, so basically the goal is for us to get an associate's degree when we graduate. And it's nice to be able to tell people that, not as a bragging right, but it's just like, Oh, yeah, I get to do this. So it's nice to be able to say that. And I think. Um, as a also, I know a lot of them play sports, so I'm like it'll prepare you now for with being involved in all the extracurricular activities that you do now, and in case you do do that at, at the collegiate level, you'll know how to manage your time and um, manage and manage how you're going to do your work, being able to keep up your grades, all the thing, all those things, and it'll just set you up for success in your life.
0: OK, so before we kind of close out, um, I want to ask, is there anything maybe I didn't ask y'all about that you're just kind of like you want to make sure people know about the early college high school program, both, you know, from the admin side, telling parents, you know, and kids, you know, what's out there. And then you from from being a student, anything that, you know, you think, you know, students need to know about this is why you need to be in this program.
2: I feel like it's a way I feel like you should do it because I know a lot of times when you're in school, you might it's not it's not bad to keep the same friends. But even at, like, as you said, we are all in the same classes together. So for me, I am i don't have any classes with my friends that because they weren't they didn't choose to do early college. But it was a way for me to become closer with other people, make friends with other people, because I have classes with people that I've so asso- I've not I'm not going to say associated with that I've been friends with that I've talked to. Before, but none of my like man, none of my closest friends have classes with me, so I feel like it's a good way to socialize and branch out. And I feel like it's an, also when we took a, we took a field trip to calm during the summer with the other uh, ECHS kids from Texas City. So it was also a way just to learn about each other. Um, and normally, kids from different schools don't really talk to each other, but I feel like for us. Sometimes you talk to the Tech City kids, and we all we it makes us close. It makes you closer with the people that you don't know in your school, because as I like as I said, the work is a little rigorous. It's a little hard, so you might have to ask somebody, "Hey, how did you do this? Or how are you doing this? Or have you finished this yet? Can you help me?" So I feel like it's a—it's a good way to socialize, and I also feel like it's a way to save yourself money, also because college is expensive. I know I'm already knowing college is expensive even as even as a ninth grader. Yeah. So if with or with doing early college and if you manage to get um, scholarships um, different kinds of scholarships or athletic scholarships then it's a great way to save yourself money and save yourself from the in the future having student loans and debt and
1: things like that exactly that's that's a really good point I think from an admin perspective um, just parents need to understand the commitment um, we are asking for a four-year commitment and so there will be tears. There will be times of frustration. <laughs> I have There's a lot, times, a lot of times in my office. I keep the clinics and we just kind of work through it, but we provide a lot of services as well. And so it's productive struggle and they have to be used to that. They have to be used to the fact that some things are not going to be easy like they were when they were in middle school. You're in a different world really two different worlds. You're in a high school world and a college world, Um, but it is very doable. There are a lot of wraparound services, and so there are alert forms that we send out to teachers and they can kind of track kids and go, hey, pull this kid, they're having a tough time, you know, um, just socially, or they're having a tough time with homework, they're having a tough time planning. So they fill out those forms and send them in. As an administrator, I'm reading that. We're pulling kids, we're doing everything we need to do to make sure that they're successful. Um, And at the same time, we're pushing the kids to do something that otherwise um, they may not have done. They may not have even thought that they could do. Because, again, it's not just for your GT kids. It's not just for those top tier, we know they're going to be okay, they don't need any help type of kids. It's for any kid. And so parents need to understand that. We are going to ask for that commitment even when they come in crying. We're going to say, oh, no, sorry you feel that way and help them work through it. But then also um, there is a commitment even for athletes because our kids in band and, or, well, in choir and just different um, extracurriculars because they get the one elective class <laughs> that they get to take. They're in Avid and then they're in <laughs> yes. high school classes and, and they're in those college courses. And so they need to know that as well, um, that the scheduling for them is it's really tight And so we're looking at every kid and kind of figuring out where they belong scheduling wise. So it's not going to be as freely open for scheduling as a regular high school student. But at the same time, we are still allowing them to participate. So it may look like before school, it may look like after school, but we're making those allotments just scheduling wise. We have to make sure it makes sense so that they get the college courses they need and the high school courses they need. So that's important to know.
0: Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much. And so we're going to iterate parent meeting, December 13th, yes. 6 p.m. Yes. at Tech City High School or Lamarck High School. Yes. Um, and I think people, we have a webpage on our website, so you can find out more information at tcisd.org slash ECHS. And Ms. Douglas, Jordan, thank you so much for being here. I think this is great information for our parents and our students to have as we get ready for this process.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) That wraps up another episode of TCISD Talks, your window into Texas City ISD. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and gained valuable tips and perspectives. TCISD Talks is brought to you by the dedicated team in the Texas City ISD Communications Department, committed to keeping you connected and informed. Be sure to tune into to our next episode, where we'll continue to explore the stories, ideas, and advice that shape the learning journey for our students, parents, and educators. Thanks for joining us on TCISD Talks. For more updates and news, visit our website at www.tcisd.org and connect with us on social media. Until next time, remember, together we succeed.